Uh, Paul Bryce might be a man to ask. We chat to him about English sport quite regularly. And he joins us this morning in the aftermath of England's famous semi-final win over India. Ten wicket win, none for 170. Reckon that score will be framed if they go on to win the World Cup. Paul, good morning. Good morning. And I can absolutely attest the fact that you are not you are, you are, you are not anti-English at all. In all the correspondence I've had with you over, I don't know how many years you've been doing this job as producer and presenter. No way. No. Um, there's no issue about anti-English or whatever. Well... Um, Paul, what a uh, what a famous win for England last night uh, for us and early morning for you. Worth getting up for. Yeah, it, it, the nice thing was it started about eight o'clock in the morning for us, so Beautiful. breakfast time. So you're up and about, and you know you're doing your daily things and what have you. And uh, my goodness me, um, we've seen two really interesting semi-finals where the teams that have won them. In some ways, you're not surprised they won them, but you're surprised in the way they won them. Um, we saw, obviously, yesterday, uh, the, the previous day in Sydney where Pakistan did a job on New Zealand. I've never seen a New Zealand team like that for a long time. Uh, they, they were ragged. They were dropping catches. They were doing all sorts of stuff. Um, today, I, I mean, you know, given India's status in the world game of cricket... England just came out and dismantled completely root and branch, one of the great powerhouses of, of modern cricket. And while there'll still be a heavy South Asian presence watching the final, because obviously they'll want Pakistan to do well, it won't be half as big as it should be. The return of Alex Hales, he only got in because of the, the injury to Bairstow. Um yeah, he, he sort of was out on a limb, wasn't he? And to see him turn it around, it's quite amazing. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, you know, the, the king is dead, long live the king, um, in that sort of thing. And, and I suppose that's one of those things that, you know, you have a, a squad makeup and he didn't quite fit with the squad makeup. And maybe he did one or two things in his previous time that he may should not have done. But, um, um, you know, all is forgiven. He's back. He's batting as well as ever. Um, and, you know, well done him. And, you know, from an English point of view, long may continue. Paul, uh, Mark Wood and David Milan went out of this team. And there's a few others that are not available, uh, notably Johnny Bairstow, Joffrey Archer, Reese Topley. So this is an England's best T20 team. Is this a great vote of confidence for white ball cricket in the UK and the, the quality of talent that's been produced? Yeah, I suppose you say it has to be because um, I don't suppose going into the tournament, while a lot of people thought we might do well, I don't know how many people really seriously thought we would win it. Um, you know, um, and Woody and and, and Darwin Milan and you know, particularly I mean Milan particularly because he pulled up um, quite sharply in 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 one of the in, in later games wasn't really expected. Woody had some issues going into the tournament anyway, so he wasn't quite his, his full self. But, yeah, we we do seem to be showing a, a, a decent depth of, of talent. Um, and it's quite funny because someone said to me the other day, what would you do uh, if if New Zealand got to the final and won it? And my thought at the time was, well... I don't think there'd be too many people who would have begrudged New Zealand a win because they're overdue a win. 
they're a fine side, um, uh, and they would have deserved it. But goodness me, um, to play Pakistan, they're going to be no pushover. It's going to be a really interesting battle. There's going to be a hundred thousand there at the MCG. It's going to be absolutely packed. Four o'clock Western time on Sunday. Uh, worth getting the, the roast and a good bottle or something ready to. to to watch it with. All right, let's hope the weather does the right thing by us. Now, what about the other World Cup that we've got going on at the moment? Uh, semi-final time in the in the rugby league, Australia, New Zealand, and England, Samoa. Yeah, and and I can't help thinking that there might have been a bit of disappointment that Australia and New Zealand would meet in the semi-final. Um, you know, I think um, certainly in the southern part of the hemisphere they would like to have seen them separated at that level, but they aren't. Um, so, you know, all being equal, it should be an England-Australia final. Um, we, we can't say that for certain. Uh, who knows? And I will say this, that um, we've talked in recent weeks about the tournament and how there's been so many blowouts in it. But what I will say, it's been extremely well supported. All the crowds have turned up in big numbers, and some of them are smaller grounds that we play rugby league out up in the north and, and various parts. So there's no doubt there's a strength of support and for the wheelchair tournament and for the women's tournament too, where Australia has chances in all three. So it could be that, you know, come next week, Australia's in three finals. Um, who knows? Um, I'm sure they, you know, they want to beat the Kiwis in, in the men's final, in the men's semifinal. Um, and, there's no doubt that that game's going to be packed, um, whether it's you know full of expats or whether it's full of locals. Paul Bryce is with us, UK sport correspondent. Plenty happening uh, on both sides of the continent with the T20 World Cup here in Australia and the Rugby League World Cup being played in his part of the world. Uh, we've had an Australian squad picked for the Football World Cup, which is sneaking up on us as well. Paul, England have named their squad. What's been the general feedback? Um, I don't think there's been too much surprise. Defensively has always been the weakness. Harry Maguire, I think, would be the man that stands out the most, given that he's not had great club form or country form. He has been picked by Gareth Southgate um, uh, in that that squad. Um, Ivan Toney of Brentford was not picked, and they thought he might be. He'd shown good form of late, but maybe not this time. Um... Gareth has come out and basically said, we've tried to cover every base, which I suppose every coach will say. I just hope that come a a week or so's time, I'm talking to you about football and and nothing else. I have a little bit of a feeling that there might be other things going on as well, which I hope is not right. But it's a a controversial World Cup right from the start. Let's just hope that the football can distract us from anything else that might happen. Well said. Uh, we have a round of EPL as well to look forward to uh, this weekend. And, of course, there's the Spring Tour, Rugby Union. So there's a lot to talk about at the moment in your part of the world, Paul. The sports journalists like yourself will have plenty to write about. I've got plenty to go at. Um, lots of coffee, lots of other, um, you know, imbibements to just keep me going and ticking along. And um, it's really interesting. I didn't touch briefly on the Rugby Union because... Um, it's not too long ago that we were opining the demise of the Wallabies and, and, and where the state of rugby union was in Australia generally. Um, they, they, they've really started to come back and a couple of narrow wins and this and that. And England is on the, on the down and down at the moment, beaten by us 
uh, beaten by uh, Argentina at the weekend by a point, 30 points to 29, at a very flat Twickenham. Um, an awful lot of stories coming out of, of, of Wales and their game. They got hammered by New Zealand, which I suppose, um, you know, everybody expected. It was 1953 since the last time Wales beat New Zealand. Um, the atmosphere was very flat. There's an issue around there with them, uh, with, with around drink uh, and the sale of drink and alcohol and, and people going in and out and, and spending more time at the bar than they are watching the game, which is, is, if that's the case, that's a very sad state of affairs. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm no one square. I, I enjoy a drink myself, but, you know, do it in the right time, do it in the right place. Maybe not during the game, or if you're going to do it during the game, get it before the start. Don't be up and down all the while going to the bar and sort of thing. Um, so they've had a bit of that. Ireland had a great win against South Africa, 19-16, tight one. But it's a good start for Andy Farrell, um, former uh, England uh, coach, d- defence coach, doing well and doing well with Ireland. Um, so the, the, they rumble on. Australia are going to Italy. So talking about drink, they'll sample some Italian wine. Well, they're down there, uh, ready to play them in Rome uh, at about um, 8 o'clock on, uh, sun- on Saturday evening in Western Australia, um, for those who like to watch the Union. But there's plenty going on, and uh, it's all good fun. Yes, it certainly is. Uh, as the, uh, the colder months arrive in your part of the world, uh, the sport certainly does heat up. Uh, Paul, thanks for your time this morning. Always nice to chat to you, and good luck to England in the final. My pleasure, mate. Look forward to catching up next week. Paul Bryce joining us, UK sport correspondent. A very happy Paul Bryce this morning, like the country after their win over India by 10 wickets in last night's uh, World T20 semi-final in Adelaide.